My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. We haven't done that in a while, have I? <laughs> are we alone? Or do we have Apollo? Do we have Apollo on? No, just me today, huh? We got a lot to go. We got a lot to go through today. Sorry, I was late. No, not just me. I have Zach here as well. Sorry, we were late. Um, it's the juggling. It's the hey, Joe, can you go hurry up and build some technology and stuff that we can use as a country? And can you get on a podcast twice a day? And <laughs> can you do some other stuff related to looking at election fraud across the country? And the answer is yes. I can do all those things. I'm just a little bit late. Um. More Twitter files dropping. How do you feel about that, Zach? That's exciting, but, you know, some of the stuff we already knew, it's just nice to see that it's public. Well, and yesterday we played a piece that talked about Elon Musk, and Elon Musk said that what's interesting is that all of, let's go ahead and replay that if we can, um, all the conspiracy theories of Twitter happen to be, and worse, happen to be true. Let's go ahead and play it. I mean, to be totally frank, um, almost every conspiracy theory that people had about Twitter turned out to be true. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, if, is there a conspiracy theory about Twitter that didn't turn out to be true? Uh, so far, they've all turned out to be true. And it, it's, it, whew. but have we been, have we been wrong about many things? Was Peter McCullough wrong? Was he wrong? I, that is the interesting part about all of this. The interesting part about all of this is that we haven't been wrong about anything because it is the unintelligent, I'm the smartest person in the world versus the really smart people who frankly can see through the devil pretty easily. We weren't right about, wrong about the vaccine. We weren't wrong about COVID. We weren't wrong about the COVID origins. We weren't wrong about what happened in Twitter. But I want to go through this if we can. So this is the latest Twitter files, and this relates to the COVID-19 response and the U.S. government's role in censoring medical doctors and life-saving information. I want to remind you guys of something. We have this thing called the Constitution. Not many people know about it. Excuse me, not many people, young people know about it. Not many people understand what the Constitution, what's in it. Even adults. I talk to them, I go, well, what's, what's the Fifth Amendment? What's the Seventh Amendment? What's the original preamble of the Constitution? And people often shake their heads and go, I don't, I don't know. 
<laughs> a society that does not know how it is governed can be governed any way that they choose. And that's what's happening right now. We don't realize the power that we hold. But let's get right into it, shall we? This, the Twitter files. So David Zwig, Zwig, the Twitter files, how Twitter rigged the COVID debate by censoring info that was true but inconvenient to U.S. government policy. By discrediting doctors and other experts who disagreed, by suppressing ordinary users, including some shared by CDC's own data. And as, you, as it goes on, so far the Twitter files have focused on evidence of Twitter's secret blacklist, how the company functioned as a kind of subsidiary of the FBI, and how execs rewrote the platform's rules to accommodate their own political desires. Now, why this is important, if we, just, if we stay on that for a second, why this is important is because of this thing, this pesky thing called the Constitution. Is the FBI, by proxy, able? should they be able to, be, to use a public company or a private company, either one, in order to do deeds against the American people that go against the Constitution? And if they do that, what is our recourse if the cancer has grown throughout the entire apparatus of government? It's contained in the, the, doc, the uh, Declaration of Independence, by the way. But we'll come back to that. Number three, what we have yet to cover is COVID. This reporting for the free press at the FP is one piece of that important story. Whew. The United States government pressured Twitter and other social media platforms to elevate certain content and suppress other content about COVID-19. Now, how many people died? How many people died? Millions and millions. So millions of people died because they suppressed the truth. Millions of people died. Here's, here's a class action lawsuit for a lawyer that's ambitious and for those people that lost loved ones. When the media came out, if, if you were one of the ones that was unfortunate enough to lose one of your loved ones, if you lost one of your loved ones after the media got out and said that ivermectin was horse-based, you have a class action lawsuit. Because what they did is did the biddings of the government for policy, not for what was good for the people, and people died as a result. If you have a loved one that died because a hospital refused life-saving treatment, such as ivermectin, you have a class action lawsuit. You have a class action lawsuit, and you have a claim that could be equated to genocide. They lied. They know they lied. Have we gotten on this show one day and not uncovered a new liar, Zach? It's kind of our job at this point. I mean, we, we, we report the truth, the, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. But we find ourselves here often talking about uncovering another liar. This, this is evil. This is a fight between good and evil. And we need to learn the power of the word no. We also need to learn to call these liars what they are, liars. Number five, whew, internal files of Twitter that I viewed while on assignment for at the FP show that both the, the Trump and Biden administrations directly pressed tr Twitter executives to moderate the platform's pandemic content according to their wishes. Okay, so let's see if, if this is true. Okay, let's go to six. 
at the onset of the pandemic, according to meeting notes, the Trump administration was especially concerned about panic buying. They came looking for help from the tech companies to combat misinformation about run runs on grocery stores, but there were no there there were runs on grocery stores. Okay. The Trump White House, did we click on that? That's all it shows. It's just a screenshot of a message. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Trump White House, especially Michael Kratzos, led the Trump administration's call for help from the tech companies to combat misinformation. Areas of focus included conspiracies around 5G cell towers, runs on grocery stores, and misinformation that stoked panic buying and behaviors. Okay, keep going. Oh. It was also just Twitter. The meetings, it wasn't just Twitter. The meetings with the Trump White House were also attended by Google, Facebook, Microsoft, and others. Twitter alongside several, and this is the screenshot, Twitter alongside other tech companies, including Facebook, Google, and Microsoft participated. Activities included a standing weekly call to share general trends and hosting a, a shared uh, Microsoft Teams group. Some of the companies, not Twitter, gathered open source information from researchers. Our team fed this information to the Twitter policy enforcement teams. Whew. When the Biden admin took over, one of their first meeting requests was for Twitter executives was on COVID. The focus was on anti-vaxxer accounts, especially Alex Berenson. Well, this is interesting. Just to point out real quick, I like how it's unbiased. You know, he said Trump yeah. did it too. Like the Trump administration was more focused on overbuying and stuff. Then he goes into Biden saying this is actually just lying. So I think it's interesting. Well, yeah. So go up a little bit more so I can see this part. But one of the first meetings requested from the Biden White House was about COVID misinformation per regular process. Public policy took a meeting Biden staff focused on vaccines and high profile anti-vaxxer accounts, including Alex Berenson. Ooh. In the summer of 2021, President Biden said social media companies were killing people for allowing vaccine misinformation. Berenson was suspended hours after Biden's comments and kicked off the platform the following month. Well, this is interesting. Is, was he put back on? Oh, let's keep going. Berenson sued and then settled with Twitter. In the legal process, Twitter was compelled to release certain internal communications which showed direct White House pressure on the company to take action on Berenson. Ooh. This is crazy. Go up just a little bit more. Um, how the how was White House cross fingers skin tone three? And we don't know who this is from. Overall, pretty good. They had one really tough question about Alex Berenson hasn't been kicked off the platform. Otherwise, their questions were pointed but fair, and mercifully, we had answers. <laughs> A December twenty twenty two summary of meetings of the White House by Lauren Culberson. Twitter's head of U.S. public policy adds new evidence of the White House's pressure campaign and cements that it repeatedly attempted direct influence the platform. Okay. Anti-vaxxer goes and says, don't get vaccines. Every platform out there is stopping people from funding and funneling money into organizations, excuse me, is stopping the information related to the funneling of information that these big biomed medical companies were killing Americans with a vaccine that is seeing 25-year-olds drop dead, single mothers die, grandfathers lost too soon, dropping dead. It's now becoming pandemic that we are losing people to what is called sudden death syndrome. 
Sudden death. You're walking along, boom, you fall over, you die. Another class action lawsuit for an ambitious attorney or set of attorneys. Although, if you do decide to step in the gap and take on cases like this, um, be independently wealthy, have enough money in the bank, be prepared for your partners to get rid of you because they do not want to uncover truth. This is not about truth. It's about how do they contain the lie? How do they make sure that people stay in their fishbowl and don't do anything about the absolute disgusting, corrupt murder that's happening of our people, Americans? Culberson wrote the Biden... Coach wrote, the Biden's team was very angry that Twitter had not been more aggressive in deplatforming multiple accounts. They wanted Twitter to do more. They were not satisfied with Twitter's enforcement approaches. They wanted Twitter to do more and to deplatform several accounts. Again, can I ask you guys a question? What is the First Amendment? It's the first for a reason. What, what is it? Speech. Is it just speech? No. It's the right to collect and protest and have freedom of speech in groups and okay. protest your government. So, so the reason why I'm bringing this up is because you're not allowed to talk, so you're made invisible. They make you invisible. They're like, listen, you do not get to have a voice. You, we are not letting you have any voice at all. No voice. And if you have a voice and you have information related to truth and it contradicts our lie... We're going to get rid of you, and and when we're done, we're going to destroy you, all while making sure that you are invisible. Well, I know a little bit about this, don't I? And Twitter is a form of press, so yeah. it should be freedom of the press as well, but they've controlled the distribution of information. What is, what is Voice of America? VOA, state-sponsored news media that goes out across the world and now in the United States spreading propaganda and slandering and bullying people that don't, they don't agree with. It's an apparatus. No, long is there, no longer is there public discussion about what is truth. They get to tell us what truth is. And they started off with a lie. And the biggest lie of them all, the biggest lie of them all, is that we have free and fair elections because we don't. But that allows them to put people in places of power where they can do everything they can to steal your voice and make you more invisible. I want to ask you if there's a difference between what you're feeling right now, this hopelessness that you feel. First of all, if you don't feel hopeless right now, you're not paying attention. Now, I'm not telling you you should feel hopeless, but there's just a certain portion that you get to. You get to that place and you're like, ah, I feel a little bit invisible. I feel a little bit hopeless. Now, I'll tell you, we talked about this yesterday. If you didn't watch the, the, the podcast from yesterday morning or yesterday evening because the one with Peter McCullough and uh, Apollo was amazing. But uh, if, you, if you missed it yesterday morning, we talked about the fact that we, we keep trying to say we have to do all these things. We have to build this playbook and you know get our own NGOs. Trying to play the same game that they play over there. Yet we never studied why they are what they are. And we never did the hard work of basically standing in the gap and stopping it. How do you stop your kid from doing something wrong? How do you stop him, Zach? You say what? No. You, you say no. You see how simple that was? We, we keep trying to get really complicated about how do we combat this. No, we don't accept the election as what it is. No. 
It's really simple. I don't need to have a debate. I don't need to have a debate about COVID. See, I don't even, I'm not even going to allow you to do a revisionist history. You killed millions of our Americans. You sent millions of our Americans to our death and you lied and you stole our voice to be able to speak up about it. And then you had doctors get paid off to kill our loved ones. You had pharmaceutical companies that got and, and doled out money. You had FTX that gave money to Ukraine to come back to politicians so they would sell you more of these lies. And no one talks about in 20 years when people aren't able to have kids. What did you just say, Zach? Say it again. No one talks about in 20 years when the people who took the vaccines aren't able to have children. That's going to be a big deal. And that's kind of what they wanted. If you're dating someone now, the next question you should ask if you're a young person is, have you been vaccinated? Am I, am I wrong, That's Zach? literally the first question I would ask. 100%. My fear for my loved ones is the ones that got vaccinated can't come back from it. Can't come back from it. Yuval Noah Harari, on December 17th, this demon, this demon was giving a talk to an Asian group. And you know what he said? The next problem we have to solve is what we're going to do with billions of useless humans. He said that. Billions of useless humans. So I'll ask you a question. Do you feel like a useless human? Are you living or are you just existing? Are you taking up space? Because I promise you the ones that he's are talking about are not the ones, the EBITs that go out there and do his bidding at the World Economic Forum or these uh, groups that have learned to manipulate and take away from the average everyday person. He's talking about you. He's talking about the people that are listening to this. And this morning we, we were on a call and we were talking about how do we reach those who are on the fence? How do we reach those that are trying to figure out what truth is? You know, we, we are being shadow banned by Apple. So if you get a chance to go download the podcast Apple, please do. We're being shadow banned. We're being told that it's uh, dangerous content. We're having shows that are muted on Spotify. These are all real things that are happening right now to us at Conservative Daily. What did I say that was so controversial? Did I talk about election machines and mail-in ballots, the irregularities, the nearly 10,000 affidavits that were signed? Did we talk about 300,000 ballots that had no chain of custody that just came out of thin air? Did we talk about a judge who did the biddings of the radical left? Did we talk about the perversion of our government apparatus? Did we talk about Ukraine killing its own people? What part did I talk about that was outside the realm of truth? And as we talk about Twitter files, we talk about what Elon said. Where are we right now if we cannot embrace truth? Why live a lie? 
This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar- massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, But you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. It's a simple question. So I decided that before I come on the show, I'm going to pray because I don't want to get angry anymore. I want to work the problem with you. I want to work the problem every single day. Every single day, I want to come up with a solution. I want you to help me come up with a solution. How do we get, how do we stand together? And then you just have to go out and do that. You have to go do that one thing or those two things. And simply, we'll just start, it's like building blocks. We'll start building on what we're going to do. Last week, I talked about the fact that they're shorting stocks like Rumble, shorting stocks like Tesla. And they're doing it because they've openly said they want to, quote, unquote, teach Elon Musk a lesson. They want to, quote, unquote, get rid of this extremist ideology. Only we didn't change, they did. We're not extreme. No, we're Americans. And if you look at the things that they've done in our country and what they did at Twitter with the, with the, the COVID files, they said, slave, you are not smart enough to make decisions on your own. You're not smart enough to do research and you are certainly not smart enough to protect you and your family. You must inject poison into your body. You must allow us to send you to the hospital where we put you on a ventilator and feed you stuff that has a 100% chance of killing you in a five-year period of time. That, that's what they did. At the same time, they told you there's no problem at the border while the border is wide open and a half million people in the month of December just kind of strolled on in. They told you there's no problem with crime. The crime is actually not up. They told you that there's no problem with homelessness as a judge blocked them from getting rid of homeless encampments in Los Angeles. They told us there's no problem with them taking away your guns and your ammo and your, and your ability to protect your family and called it a hate crime if you do not accept a man that dresses up as a woman and call her she, call him she. You see what's happening in this upside-down world. Truth has no value in this world. And so we get suppressed and we talked this morning about how do we meet those that are on the fence without driving them to despair? Because most of you are conditioned, I think. I think most of you are conditioned to 
We're going to work the problem. We're going to tell the truth. We're going to call them what they are. What are they? What are they, Zach? Liars. Is that a simple word? Yes, most of the time. Yes, what? yes it is. Okay, see, that's what Hillsdale did to you. No, actually, so I wanted to bring this up yesterday, but I forgot. One of the intro questions is, mm-hmm. do you be- believe in universal truth? And I said no. I was like 17. Yeah. Um, they taught me more about universal truths, but, you know, like you said, I have a big heart and whatever, and I have to care about people. Right. So that universal truth, I, I know it applies to people universally, but some people just don't see it. Okay. So that's how I, I no. believe that. But yeah, no, I, I got to defend Hillsdale. <laughs> no, I, and I'm not saying Hillsdale is bad. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that as we put ourselves in a place where we're, by the way, I don't know why we're not on, we're not on T. Why are we not on, why are we not on Frank's speech? I've texted Logan, so I'm just waiting for a response. Okay, text again, please. Okay. The people asking the question. So I, I, let's go back to the Twitter files. Let's go back to it. I mean, I, I, can't, I went off on a little bit of a tangent there, so I'm going to go back to it. Whew. Twitter executives did not fully uh, capitulate to the Biden's team's wishes. An extensive review of internal communication at the company revealed employees often debated moderation cases in great detail and with more care than was shown by the government towards free speech. Ooh. Oh, man. Um, go to the next one. But Twitter did suppress views, many from doctors and scientific experts that conflicted with the official position of the White House. As a result, legitimate findings and questions that would have expanded the public debate went missing. Wow. Let's go to 15. You're going to have to go up because I can't see it. 15, bro. 15. Down, down. There were three serious problems with Twitter process. First, much of the content moderation was conducted by bots. Trained on machine learning and AI, impressive in their engineering, yet still too crude for such nuanced work. Second, second, contractors in places like the Philippines also moderated content. They were given decision trees to aid in the process, but tasking non-experts to adjudicate tweets on complex topics like myocarditis and mask efficacy data were destined for a significant error rate myocarditis they're saying that doesn't exist right and they say that doesn't exist i think they did third this is pretty interesting most importantly the buck stopped with higher level employees at twitter who chose the inputs for the bots and decision trees and subjectively decided escalating cases and suspensions as it is with all people and institutions there was individual and collective bias I can ask you a question. Don't take this down, but who's still suspended right now? All the people that tried to tell people the truth. I'm still suspended. Conservative Daily is still suspended. Actually, Conservative Daily, after Elon Musk took took over, got suspended. Yeah, that was after. And so it was only a month ago. And we we are in the process of suing them now. And we are in the process of suing some nice journalists. That's going to be fun. A very complex case. I like to get 80 people all together in one place. Make them all just, yeah. So we're we're suspended. Conservative Daily suspended. Others that have talked are suspended. 
Elon Musk comes out and says every conspiracy theory that they thought happened at Twitter actually happened. Right? So my question is, is for Elon Musk. Elon, you're a really smart guy. You, you um, want to put a CEO in a position of trust and authority. By the way, I was a tech CEO. I'd love to have that job. Um, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> but uh, I want to build this. But why haven't you looked into it? Why haven't you looked into why why haven't you looked into election fraud? It'd be easy. Why haven't you looked into it? Why have you not taken the time? Maybe you have. Maybe that's maybe that's the issue. But but it's too deep of a hole, rabbit hole to go down. I mean, we get all this information on Twitter about FBI, DNI. DHS, CIA, they're all meeting with Twitter to do bad things and to circumvent the, the one document that should be our guiding light that is the heartbeat of America. And it's very clear that they, they violated all of those things. So I, I just have to ask a question of Elon and the people listening right now as you become the ambassador of truth. And by the way, the ambassador of truth means that you spread truth, you speak truth, and you do not relent at speaking truth. Dude walks up to you and is wearing a dress, and he's like, you have to call me he, she, or she, he, she, her. You say, no, I will call you a dude because you're a dude. Actually, I'll call you by your name, Sean. I'll call you by your name. I won't call you by what you tell me you want me to call you to try and create confusion around the truth. The truth is you're a dude, sir. But with all of the things that are coming out, when did the government decide that they were going to tell the truth? Did they decide... Here's, here's where the buck stops. We just want, this is it. We just want to censor and stop a free election process at Twitter, but we're not going to interfere with the election. That's where the line is drawn. <laughs> John Bolton said, I've been involved in coup d'etats, not in this country, but in other countries, but we're supposed to believe that he didn't do it here. We're supposed to believe that the apparatus that we have in this country is decides to grow a conscience and do the right thing and be ethical and moral, but this is just an accident. This is oops. It's a fight between good and evil. So I would ask Elon Musk, why have you allowed those like us not to have a public debate over election fraud? And before we move on, today's show is sponsored by Augusta Precious Metals. They help retirement savers use gold IRAs to diversify and hedge against this crazy economy. Augusta is different. They don't push fear and doom like some gold IRA companies. They're all about compliance, transparency, and educating people to protect their retirement. Augusta has thousands of five-star ratings and hundreds of great reviews. Their most famous customer, quarterback Joe Montana, Loved the company's mission so much he's now their paid ambassador. Even Money Magazine says Augusta is the best gold IRA company. So don't get into a gold IRA nightmare. Protect your retirement savings with a reliable, transparent company. Get Augusta's free guide from their website. You can go to www.augustapreciousmetals.com. That is A-U-G-U-S-T-A preciousmetals.com. A company that puts its money where its mouth is. Love it. Get the Augusta Precious Metals free gold IRA guide at www.augustapreciousmetals.com and do something now about protecting your retirement. 
why have you suppressed as you're in that office? Is it too much? Is it too big across the bear? What, why are your engineers not looking into the fraud, the Mesa reports, first, second, third? You could put this to bed in five minutes. Why are you not having conversations with people like Clay Parikh, who was testing it, was told to stay away from the source code? Every single person that knows anything about technology knows that the absolute source of truth is going to be the source code. Why is it that you're not having a conversation about this? And with all the things that have been released about Twitter, why is it if the government had a conscience at all? Is it not self-regulating itself and putting people in jail for violating the most sacred heartbeat in this nation? the Constitution. Something to consider, because you got to ask yourself the question, right? Why not? Why, why have they not done it? Why? I'm curious, and I think you should be too. <sighs> Let's go back to the Twitter files. And we might have a surprise guest on the Twitter files. We might. Oh, let's go, Brandon. Hey. Yeah, the, buddy. The stash boy. You guys hear me? We can definitely hear you. Can you hear us? I can, yes. I'm I'm doing some janky stuff. I don't know why. Two computers, I can't get audio back to me, but I, I'm doing some uh, some gangster style uh output so so apollo is in just so everyone knows he is in a place of rendition right now and uh <laughs> and we, we don't know but I, he might be meeting with his uh handlers at the fbi and the cia trying to get them to realize that if they don't they arrest somebody soon huh they send their regards you gotta love that we were just talking about the twitter files and it's pretty unbelievable. I know, I've been listening. But I want to, I want to, as it gets further down, it gets even worse. And uh, I want to make sure we have time. I don't know what's happening. Uh, Paula, if you could text Logan and find out. I've just gotten massive amounts of texts over what's happening at uh, Frank's Beach. I texted him. I have texted him. Yeah. So while, while we read this, number 18 with COVID, the bias bent heavily towards establishment dogmas. Has that establishment dogma been true? Any of it? What's the efficacy of the uh, vaccine? Now, remember, they said vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. Take the vaccine, take the vaccine, take the vaccine. What does it end up being true? Wow. Number 19, inevitably, descendant dissident yet legitimate content was labeled as misinformation and the accounts of doctors and others were suspended both for tweeting opinions and demonstrably true information let's go up to 20 if we would i'm going to run through a bunch of these really quick well, remember, Joe, remember yeah. the 19 just as we go through this that this is including the cdc's information oh yeah yeah but they're blaming it on ai which i don't believe exhibit a dr uh martin kildorf and Epidemiologist at Harvard Medical School tweeted views at odds with U.S. public health authorities and the American left, the political affiliation of nearly the entire staff at Twitter. Let's read this. No, thinking that everyone must be vaccinated is as scientifically flawed as thinking that nobody should. COVID vaccines are important for older high-risk people and their caretakers. 
Those with prior natural infections do not need it, nor children. Uh oh. Let's go down to the next one. Twenty-one. Wow. Oh, oh, there you go. Oh, there we go. Internal emails show an intent of to to action by a moderator saying uh, Kildorf's tweet violated the company's COVID nineteen misinformation policy and claims he shared false information. Oh, let me go down a little bit. Hi, team. I can't read it, by the way. I have a camera here, just so you know. Sending a heads up that we'll take action on at Martin Kildorf, a professor at Harvard Medical School, for violating our COVID-19 misinformation policy, specifically by sharing false information regarding the efficacy of the COVID-19 vaccines, which goes against CDC guidelines. Woo. Yeah, doctors don't know anything. It's We need politicians. But Kildorf's statement was an expert opinion, one of which happened to be in line with vaccine policies in numerous other countries. Yet it was deemed false information by Twitter moderators merely because it differed from CDC guidelines. And 23, after Twitter took action, Kildor's tweet was slapped with a misleading label and all replies and likes were shut off, throttling the tweet's ability to be seen and shared by many people. And a ostensible core function of the platform. Huh, let's go down. There's the, there's the misleading tweet, misleading. Let's go to the next one if we would. 24, in my review of eternal files, I found countless instances of tweets labeled as misleading or taken down entirely, sometimes triggering account suspensions simply because they veered from CDC guidelines and differed from establishment views. A tweet by at Kelly Kaga, a self-proclaimed public health fact checker with 18,000 followers was flagged as misleading and replies and likes disabled, even though it displayed the CDC's own data. Wow, this is interesting. Misleading. Internal records show that a bot had flagged the tweet and it received many tattles, what the system amusingly calls reports from users, that triggered a manual review by a human who, despite the tweet showing CDC data, nevertheless labored it as misleading. Wow. Telling the tweet by at Kelly was labeled misleading was reply to a tweet that contained actual misinformation. COVID has never been the leading cause of death from disease in children. Yet that tweet remains on the platform and without a misleading label. Ooh. Since December of 2021, COVID has been the leading cause of death for disease in children. Actually, click on that so we can see who it's from. So, so we have sponsors that have been with us for a long time. This one has definitely been here a long time. This is Air Medcare Network. Today's podcast, again, sponsored by Air Medcare Network. If you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, if you travel a lot, if you even drive a lot, even if you don't drive a lot, this is good fire insurance. If you like to hike or spend time outdoors, you want to make sure your family is protected in a medical emergency. If you ever need to be air medically transported with Air Med Care Network, you're covered for as little as $85 a year. Your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported. Uh, simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily and you'll receive up to a $50 Visa gift card when you sign up today. Now, they also have an Amazon card, but we don't do business with Amazon here on this show. So please do not sign up for this and get the $50 Amazon gift card uh, because that is feeding the beast and we don't feed the beast. So get that $50 um, gift card and sign up. You can go up to, I think the five-year membership is like 300 bucks or something. But uh, so it's even less. So it's $85 a year for your whole family. And then as you go up, it, it, it actually reduces. So airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Oh, that's from Greg Travis. Greg Travis? Yeah. So Greg Travis, Greg, at Greg underscore Travis. 
So at Greg underscore Travis, I'd, I'd like to know from Elon Musk whether or not that is a tweet. Is that a bot account? It's meant to actually send out misinformation. All right, let's go to the next one. Ooh. 28. Now, this is interesting. Twitter is actually censoring the results of a published peer-reviewed study. Whether by humans or algorithms, content was contrarian, but true was still subject to getting flagged or suppressed. The tweet was labeled misleading. Even the owner of this account, at E-U-Z-E-B-I-U-C-Z, a physician, was referring to the result of a published study. Below the first study, I have shown that mRNA vaccines in young people aged 13 to 39 as associated with cardiac arrest, not just myocarditis. Ooh. Do you remember the, the member? Um, the, the man who lost his son walking across to get... Remember that, Apollo? Walk, what are you, walking he was walking what? across the parking lot, was out with friends. Ah, oh, man. What was his name? From California. Remember? I don't know if I remember who you're talking about. He, he lost his son. He got a vaccine. He was forced to get a vaccine. Got the vaccine. Oh, you're talking about Ernesto? Ernesto, yeah, yeah. His son died walking across the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, kid. His uh, heart was twice the size of a normal heart of in a in a boy his age. So, how many people do you think they murdered? And are the Twitter employees Millions. subject to something like a Nuremberg trial because they were just quote unquote doing their job? Let's go to the next one. Andrew Boss, down a little bit. Okay, can you take it to the top of the page so that I can just read it from there, please? Yeah, there we go. Andrew Boston, a Rhode Island physician, was permanently suspended from Twitter for receiving multiple strikes for misinformation. One of the strikes was for a tweet referring to the result from a peer-reviewed study on mRNA vaccines. Peer-reviewed study. And he is suspended. Do you think I gave him back his account? I want to point something out because I've been going back and forth with Twitter, just sending them stuff saying, Hey, I think I need to file another appeal, right? For the fact that we were, I was kicked off of, and they said now that it is for bullying, by the way. Bullying. Yeah. I want so to point something. Doxing, right? Just bullying. Just bullying. So they, they, they did that and, and basically can't tell me what I did. I went through all the tweets. Maybe they took one down. And then I did, I did actually put something up that, but can you tell the rest of the world what was happening to me in November and December of 2020? <laughs> oh, you mean being followed literally from the moment you woke up until the moment you got back home, people coming onto your house at, you know, by themselves, at night, just the by morning. themselves or were they carrying something? No, you know, they had guns. Uh, they came in multiple times at night, would come into the house that was under renovation uh, that happened four or five times, uh, during those few months, in addition to people showing up with guns. So I bullied people. I bullied people. I was suspended on the 20, was it 23rd of November, 20th November. Can't remember. Yeah. Something like that. Well, remember Eric Coomer doxed you in court documents. Yeah. That was uh, December 23rd. After December 9th, putting up an article that said that I made up all those posts. Remember what happened right after December 9th? Oh, the, 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 the floodgates opened. 
people telling me that I was going to drink through a straw for the rest of my life, that they were going to make sure that they, they, they were very specific. I mean, we're going to break this vertebrae and this vertebrae and make sure that you have no use of anything. Yeah. That happened right after December 9th, uh, right? And then I sent them a a link and I got the IP address and I sent it to the FBI and I sent it to the police. And what did they do with it? Literally nothing. FBI wouldn't even talk to you. Well, the in FBI fact, was, they called you. Do you remember? They called yeah. you. Hold on. They called you one time and said, hey, we heard that you did something, that you may have uh, made some threat against Jared Polis. Yeah. Yes. In a meeting. Yes. Someone gave us an anonymous tip. But yeah. when the when people actually sent things to your house or actually threatened your family, what was, what was the response? Oh, yeah. Zero. Sent powder to my house. I still to this day don't know what the powder was. They wouldn't tell me. Didn't they to say that day. they were going to have the results of that back? In a oh, days? yeah, 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 yeah. What happened? Nothing. What happened? I got nothing. Nothing. I And and I swear, nothing. 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 Okay, go up. I just want to point out that Twitter is, uh, I'm, I'm a bad guy. Twitter's good people, obviously. Yeah. Somebody got their thing back. Who got their account back? I don't know. Ash said somebody got their account back. Huh. I wonder if you're on the list of super deplorable because you're one of the few who hasn't. I just tell the truth. I just tell the truth. I've lied about anything. Nothing. A review of Twitter log files reveals an internal audit conducted after Boston's attorney contacted Twitter found that only one of Boston's five violations were valid. Sorry. The one Boston tweet found to still be a violation cited data that was legitimate but inconvenient to the public health establishment's narrative about the risks of flu versus COVID in children. Okay, this is unbelievable. And this just goes through the data. U.S. and local Rhode Island data influences more lethal than COVID-19 in children, why COVID-19 vaccination causes serious mor- uh, morbidity that influenza vaccination in children. Causes more, sorry. Keep going. The tweet was not only flagged by a bot, but its violation manually affirms by a staff member is telling a bot of both the algorithmic and human bias at play Boston's account was suspended for months and was finally restored on Christmas Day. Another example of human bias run amok was the reaction to this tweet by Trump. Many Trump tweets led to extensive internal debates, and this one was no different. Let's go go up a little bit. Let's see what it is. I was leaving the great Walter Reed Medical Center today at 6.30 p.m. feeling really good. Don't be afraid of COVID. Don't let it dominate your life. We have developed, under the Trump administration, some really great drugs and knowledge. I feel better than I did 20 years ago. They gave him remdesivir. In a surreal exchange, Jim Baker at the time, Twitter's deputy uh, general counsel, asked why people, why telling people to not be afraid wasn't a violation of Twitter's COVID-19 misinformation policy. Whoa. Back down. Who is that again? Jim who? Oh, that's right. Jim Baker. Baker. Mr. FBI. Why isn't the POTUS tweet a violation of COVID-19 policy, especially the don't be afraid of COVID statement? Thanks, Jim. (laughs) 
you piece of trash. Yo Roth, Twitter's former head of Trust and Safety, had to explain that optimism wasn't misinformation. Keep going down. Hey, Jim, adding you to the main thread on the subject, in short, the tweet is a broad, optimistic statement. It doesn't incite people to do something harmful, nor does it recommend against taking precautions or following mask directives or other guidelines. It doesn't fall within the published scope of our policies. Curious whether you have a different read on it, though. Oh, here we go. More stuff. Remember at Kelly Kaga with the CDC data tweet? Twitter's response to her is clarifying we will prioritize review and labeling of content that could lead to increased exposure or transmission. Oh, wow. Interesting. We'll learn a lot as we use these new labels. We're adjusting, we explore labels, different type of misleading information. Keep going down. Keep going down. Keep going. There you go. 37, Twitter made a decision via the political leanings of senior staff and government pressure that the public health authorities' approach to the pandemic prioritized mitigation over the concerns was the science. Can, you, can I just point out real quick, yeah. uh, 35, you know, that email exchange, why yeah. isn't this POTUS tweet, says Jim Baker, a violation. And then he says, he, he actually has to explain that an optimistic statement a broad optimistic statement that doesn't incite people to do something harmful as if that definition isn't already rigged, that that is somehow not a violation of policy. What does that tell you when, when they're pushing this narrative and they're doing all this for narrative, what their agenda actually is? It's just a, it's just fear. Why would they actually have the FBI council uh, working with a, one of the biggest social media platforms in the world? And then actually have to have a conversation explaining that a broad optimistic statement is not against policy terms. Well, how about the fact that it that they were able to do that to begin with? That Jim working for the FBI, working for the apparatus of government, is in there trying to influence social media. By the way, this is not any different than the CIA and FBI and everyone else working for Facebook. Here's what I'm curious about. No, no. Why is it that I haven't been kicked off of Facebook? There's something something wrong. Right? Uh-oh, now that I said it's it, a I'll good be question. <laughs> this is where it gets interesting. That's weird. Um remember, okay, keep going down. We had 36 already. Let's go to 38, 38, there we go. Information that challenges that view, such as showing harm of vaccines or that can perceived or downplaying the risk of COVID, especially the children, was subject to moderation, even suppression, no matter whether the views were correct or adopted abroad. Ooh, 39, we're almost done, guys. This is it, I think, close to it. We might, this pandemic and the aftermath have looked like if there had been a more open debate on Twitter and other social media platforms, not to mention the mainstream press, about the origins of COVID, about lockdowns, about the true risk of COVID in kids, and much more. And then he goes through at the very end and just thanks everyone. I think that's it, right? Is that it? Oh, no. Oh, it's an expanded version of this thread is available. That's what I sent you. Just like the yeah. slides and stuff. So... The World Economic Forum, I don't know if you saw this, Clay Clark sent me something that we should probably get him on so we can talk about this. Uh, Yuval Noah Harari, 
um, made a statement on December night, December 17th, stating that we have to figure out how to work with this problem of what we're going to do with all these useless billions of humans. He said it. World Economic, World Economic Forum cancels Twitter and directs followers to a Chinese social media app. I don't know if you saw this. Go ahead and put that up there if you will be one. And then if you look at... I don't, I don't have any idea why this is happening. That's weird. Are we live? Yeah, we're still live. Okay. I got kicked off of the deal real quick. My social media, my thing went down. Okay, so here it is. World Economic Forum um, cancels, and if you go into this, this is unbelievable. Prior to its upcoming conference in Davos next month, the World Economic Forum, WEF, appears to have joined the cancel campaign against Twitter, taking the recommended Chinese state-controlled social media apps to follow along with Davos' man into the future. Twitter is noticeably absent from the entity's list on the organization's How to Follow Davos 2023 social media pamphlet and appears to no accident to stay up to speed with all that's happening within the invite-only doors of the ruling class uh, confab the WEF recommends following along through a hand, handful of social media sites. They include U.S.-based narrative-compliant Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube, along with the Chinese social media app TikTok, WeChat, and Weibo. Twitter has been freed itself from the grasp of the WF-endorsed censorship-compliant social app is no longer included. How interesting is that? Through the founder, Klaus Schwab, and partner organization, WEF has very cozy relationship with the Chinese government. Davos recently revealed that the China office now has 40 full-time staffers. Moreover, every year in Beijing, the WEF hosts its annual meeting of the new champions, which facilitates partnerships between international businesses and the Chinese community, communi community party. Oh boy. In 2018, I think it's supposed to be communist party. The CCP awarded Klaus Schwab and the Chinese reform membership medal, the, a medal for non-Chinese people who do the CCP's bidding overseas. And Chris Ball says this, we should probably put this up. The Twitter files project is seemingly more like a limited hangout exercise every day. The idea that all of the journalists are directly connected to Weiss's well-funded media startup is telling. And that's what we'll pretend is an independent media company now. The, interesting, right? This feeds into what we're doing on the Google files. Are you ready for this? There is a conspiracy, everyone. There is a conspiracy. It's a real thing. Are we going to put Apollo up or is he not here? Okay. There, there is a conspiracy though. It, we, we want to act as if there's not a conspiracy. There is a conspiracy. These are very evil people. And we wonder why if we're, uh, if we're going to have public debate about what's right or wrong, the mores of society, ethics, morals, truth, why people can use things like your truth. Well, there's no such thing as your truth. There is a truth, and then there is a lie. And when you try to sell people a lie while suppressing the truth, you're trying to make people invisible, and you're enslaving them. See, slaves were sold into slavery by their own people. It's not like, you know, colonial, you know, English and French and came into to, to Africa and kidnapped 
people. That's not what happened. See, they were sold into slavery. They were sold on the idea that it would be a, a better life. And so they got on that boat, and they came to the United States, and they were enslaved. Now, some of the people that were slaves back then didn't know they were slaves. They were slaves, but they, didn't, they, they figured this is just the way it was. It was you know, culturally appropriated to this is what is appropriate for you. Some were beaten, some were raped, some were hung. No doubt, racism was a massive problem. And, and to, in large part, we haven't let go of that yet. We haven't let go of some of the things that happened hundreds of years ago. We haven't let go of it. But the, there's, there's a bigger truth to this, though. See, the slavery didn't go away. It just changed colors. It became omnipresent. It became how do we take as much from the people as possible and centralize it in a small group of hands for power. Some call it the Illuminati. Some call it the, you know, some say that it, it's directly related to Freemasons. You know, you know, the Freemasons say do no harm. I've been, I've been looking into it since our friend Lynn Wood said Joseph Freemason. I was like, I, I don't think they'd take me. <laughs> But, but I look into it, and their mottos are, do no harm. And I go, okay, well, that's weird. So why the centralization of power? Why the evil that we deal with today? And it's not subjective, by the way. I mean, I, Apollo, is it subjective? Is the evil that we're facing subjective? No, and so there's two issues. Number one, they want us to think that evil is subjective. Uh, first of all, Evil in and of itself, I don't believe should be subjective. I think evil is evil, and there shouldn't really be much of a disagreement about that. Now, people want to argue about what evil is, but what they want us to think is that we see evil, and by calling out Fauci and this vaccine agenda and the murder that they've been doing, the, you know, the collusion of big tech and big government, uh, these intelligence agencies, that we're only calling that evil because we decide that it's evil, because we're extremists. So there's two problems. Number one, they're characterizing our perception in, as subjective view of evil, but they also want to erase what evil actually is, which is why they go after the children and they do all these things and then have the nerve yeah. to say that they're doing it in the best interest of, of humanity. Um, by the way, I'm sorry my audio was, was muted earlier, but uh, we have Chris, uh, Chris Paul. He's going to be on tomorrow, uh, by the way, to talk about some of that. Um, but no, none of it is subjective. And if we allow them to... Uh, to make it a subjective issue, then we've truly lost. And I think that goes back to what you were talking about earlier about uh, absolute truth, right? Or universal truth. Yeah. That That is one of the concepts that they want to remove from our society and from our collective conversations. And they've done it in ways like, uh, like Twitter and the suppression of speech and information. Uh, but the only real universal truth that they want us to accept is that the state or whatever the powers that be that run the state are that they are absolute and they are omniscient and whatever they say goes. That is the only universal truth that they want us to have is that the establishment wins, the establishment says, the establishment gets, and we have to bow to that. Exactly like what is going on in Maricopa, that the reality they present to us is what we get. And if we disagree with that, then we are banned, we are censored, we are extremists. Uh, we are deplorables. All of the universal truth, all of our other universal uh, 
you know, concepts can go by the wayside. And it's the same thing with the radical left's agenda and their inclusivity. When it goes uh, in their favor and they can use the victim blaming, they can play victim Olympics, then they'll use it. When the uh, appeals to all these nonsensical ideas, when it works for them and it serves their agenda, then it's fair game. As soon as it, you know, starts to encroach on their own ideas or they play victim politics like they did with the, the club Q shooter and all these other things, as soon as it doesn't align, then all of a sudden the people who were their, uh, you know, beloved victims, now all of a sudden they just don't matter anymore. Okay, you're you're right. But, so here's here's my problem. When When the left speaks, they don't bring anything to the table. They bring lies. They don't, they don't bring any proof of the lie. They just bring lies. They'll say stuff like the truth is this. And yet you look at it and you're like, that's not the truth. That's a lie. And they'll say, well, and, and this is good for you. And the truth is, that's not the truth. The truth is they are liars. The truth is they are evil. The truth is anyone that takes you away from truth and the debate in the public forum is, is a devil. And they're here to destroy. Somebody just asked a question, Apollo. Yuval Noah Harari. Can you bring up his stuff, please? Someone asked who he is. Who is this Yuval Noah Harari? He's this little midget from Israel. He's a little midget. little skinny, feeble-looking man who talks about how God doesn't exist. Jesus is a figment of our imagination. It's a fairy tale. And that the next iteration will be of us becoming gods. People becoming gods and ruling the world. That's it for part one of this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Part two is coming up next and you don't want to miss it. Thanks for listening. God bless America.